Hello, and welcome back to IdeaGen's 17 Days of Sustainability. Today I have with us Harley Tat and Scott Lair from the Underground Group. Harley and Scott, welcome. Nice to be here. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We are looking forward to the insights you bring to our audience. So to just jump right into it, can you tell us a little bit about uh, yourselves and your roles and responsibilities at the Underground Group? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Scott Lair. I'm uh, the founder and CEO of the Underground Group. Um, we are a content innovation studio. And, uh, you know, my responsibility is really the overall strategy and success of the business. And my name is Harley Tad, and I'm the chief creative officer and uh, co-founder of Underground Group with Scott. And, um, you know, I spent... Uh, uh, several decades in the television business. Um, and, you know, one thing that we, we started to see as, um, as time kind of moved on is that, you know, major corporations and brands were becoming almost like cable and broadcasters in that they had a directive, they had current messaging that they wanted to kind of get out in an interesting way. And so Scott and I started Underground Group, and one of the areas we kind of focus on is, you know, storytelling and getting brands to um, get their message out in the most emotional and compelling way through through stories um, that are aligned with their their core DNA. Wonderful, thank you so much. We're glad to both have you here today, and that leads me to my next point. And there are so many ways that leaders and luminaries try to change the world. So posing this both to you, why is storytelling so incredibly important to affect change around the world? Storytelling is incredibly important, especially right now. Um, obviously, there's an abundance of content out there. Um, you know, it used to be there were a few television networks and then there were a few um, networks and um, streaming services on the web and uh, OTTs, et cetera. Um, but now more than ever, you know, it's important to tell stories that cut through, um, not only in a way that is emotional, is compelling, um, but there's just so much content out there that's being shared all the time. And the pie has been sliced so thinly that, you know, if your message doesn't cut through, um, it, uh, it can get lost. And so we believe that that uh, storytelling um, and looking at a brand story, a corporate story in a new way and coming up with something that's very entertaining, engaging and compelling is your best shot at reaching the, the audience that you want. Yeah, and just to add to that, um, you know, I think stories move people, right? Stories make people think and feel and act and do. And, and, you know, that's what you're trying to get to here. And I think authentic stories really connect audiences and connect people and inspire action. So they're very important. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, and, you know, what better place to tell a story than in Hollywood? And with Hollywood being such a powerful medium, many different people with different stories to tell, some positive and some negative, but how can it be used for good? Well, I think Hollywood is a, a mirror of the world and it's global, uh, just like IdeaGen. And 
it really mirrors what is happening in society. And all the broadcasters um, look for content at different times and have different needs depending on what they feel will resonate with their audience. And a lot of times that goes hand in hand with what's happening in the world. And so if we're in a global pandemic, you know, maybe some of the content, some of these uh, films and television shows want to reflect, you know, something that's interesting in that space. Or if we're talking about female empowerment um, or, you know, any one of the UN's global goals could probably fall into um, the messaging that, that Hollywood can mirror. And I think things work best in Hollywood when they are relatable and when they mirror what's happening in the world. And so in, in saying that, by understanding that and by looking um, out to see what is in fact going on, um, Hollywood can do good by telling, you know, informative, entertaining, and emotional stories that best reflect the times. Yeah, I mean, I'm Harley is the Hollywood guy, and I'm I'm more of the content and digital marketing person. But I, you know, from my experience and and enjoying what's output, I think it goes back to what I said before: is you know, stories they move people. They move you to action. They move you to think differently uh, and they inspire you. And I think, you know, the world could use a little inspiration these days. And, uh, you know, there's always been a lot of that coming out of Hollywood sometimes. And, you know, I think now's a good time for more of it, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. The world can certainly use a little bit more of that. And so you had touched upon it uh, briefly, but do you do you believe that we can achieve the United Nations 17 Sustainable Development Goals? And then how can Hollywood kind of play a role in achieving that? You know, I'm, I'm hopeful. Um, you know, um, I think, you know, you want to maintain hope. And, uh, you know, I'm a, f a father of two teenagers um, and I see them um, motivated, uh, engaged towards action. Um, and that gives me hope that the future generation uh, and the young people can help get us there. Um, we're going to need everybody and certainly, um, you know, it's sort of all hands on deck. Um, as far as how Hollywood can help, I'll, I'll let Harley answer that one. Look, I, I think it all comes down to um, informative, compelling, um, and inspirational content. And look, Hollywood was built on the story. And I think that as if we are a reflection of the times and if we are a mirror to what is going on in the world, I think there's an incredible opportunity for writers and directors and producers um, to look at that and be inspired themselves to tell great stories about real life that will resonate with audiences and, and in turn, there's an opportunity there to make change. Absolutely. You know, Scott said it is an all, all hands on deck moment and you really want to be able to resonate with those audience to enact that change. And so switching avenues a little bit to current situation, has the global pandemic, in your opinion, changed Hollywood in media? How exactly? And is that change permanent? 
You know, I think anytime um, there's a disruption in the world, anytime we're going through um, some form of uh, hardship or um, challenging times like we are right now, uh, it always breeds opportunity. And I think with the global pandemic, you know, people have to be quick to think on their feet and they have, um, you know, um, productions have to be modified to um, make sure that we create a safe environment for people uh, uh, in which to work. Uh, I think we have to think differently about how we conduct interviews, how we shoot scenes. Um, and so I think it's a good thing and it, 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 uh, it gets people to think differently. And I think um, Hollywood has changed, but it's a very nimble medium and the people behind the scenes in Hollywood um, are nimble. And it's a time to be creative and it's a time for these creative minds to kind of look at, at, at new ways to do things. I mean, we found for our company, um, we've been able to kind of course correct during these times and kind of come up with new ways in which to keep our productions going in the television business, as well as with the, the various brands that we work with. And um, I think coming out of this, some of the things that we've learned and some of the things that we've um, attempted and tried and that have been successful will be things that will continue um, after, long after the, the global pandemic has subsided and there's a vaccine. Yeah, I mean, I, from my perspective, the pandemic has really changed everything in some way. Um, and, you know, in regards to Hollywood, in regards to media, you know, the consumption of content, you know, the public consumption of content, whether it's in movie theaters or other public venues, you know, that has stopped pretty much altogether mm -hmm. uh, across the globe. But the overall consumption of content has skyrocketed. So, you know, I think that has really inspired people to think a little bit differently about how are you going to deliver and reach your audience and sure. really reach them where they are rather than trying to pull them or push them to somewhere uh, public or where to a, you know, to a movie theater or to some other venue. And so I think, you know, potentially new business models, new, uh, and you're seeing some of that with the, you know, the release of, uh, of movies, you know, hundred percent digitally. Um, but I think, you know, now there's so much content out there. So how do you figure out how to find that audience and, and deliver, uh, content to them, to the right audience, uh, where they are consuming. Yeah, absolutely. What I'm hearing from both of you, which is it, it's great, is the perspective of, you know, being creative positively, looking at this pandemic and responding to it. You know, there are a whole bunch of negative aspects to it, no doubt about that. But how can we respond to it with a new business model, with a new play, with a new way to get this content to our viewers and to our consumers. And so you had touched upon it a little bit, but could you go in a little bit more depth about how your work and, and perspective have forever been changed by this global circumstance? Well, look, I think that for many, many years, um, production has had um, a great deal of people behind the scenes, very talented people behind the scenes that, that, that make the product, tell the stories. And, you know, one of the, the things we've had to do during this, this time is, um, you know, we can't have as many people on set. 
we can't have people in close proximity to one another. And so we've had to come up with ways in which we can still keep the quality high, tell the great story in the best possible way, make sure that the content doesn't suffer, but look at new efficiencies and look at new ways. Um, I'll just give you a, a small example. Um, we interviewed, we're based in Los Angeles and we interviewed a, uh, a celebrity comedian in Atlanta and recently. And in the old days, pre-pandemic, pre-six months ago, um, we would have flown to, to Atlanta. We would have had our camera crew set up. We would have had five or six people there to do this interview. And during the pandemic, to make sure that we were COVID compliant and had the proper social distancing message, um, you know, mandates in, in order, you know, we were able to hire a local crew, direct the shot, set all the camera angles remotely, and then actually had our celebrity in the chair um, and we conducted the interview from an iPad that was at eye level in the chair. And the end result was nothing different than if we were there in person. And that's one situation where having now done this quite a few times in recent months, you know, if we're doing an interview in New York or we're doing an interview overseas or what have you, we might think differently about flying a crew there, flying a person there, and we might be conducting that interview in a remote capacity, um, and the quality would still be just as high and just as great as it was before. And that's a small example, but I think everybody in the television and uh, film production business are looking at ways like that where they can streamline and I think those will kind of manifest in a, in a in part of the the natural workflow of things, if possible, as we move out of the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, I you know from a from a business perspective, um, you know, we're a small business, and um, these circumstances have been challenging for us as they have been for most small businesses. And I think we've needed to be resourceful. We need to find new ways, uh, you know, to work with our customers where they're comfortable, where we're comfortable, and we're all adhering to the new reality of uh, being virtual and being distant, but still being connected and close. Um, those are significant challenges, and you need to sometimes find completely new ways to uh, to address that and to do those things. And you know, from just a general business perspective, I think you know, do you need an office? Can you be 100% virtual? Um, can we do the type of productions that have normally been done in a totally different way? And so I, I do think that for us and probably for a lot of businesses, uh, when we do come out of this thing, uh, there'll be a new normal uh, of ways that uh, businesses conduct themselves. And, and hopefully we'll learn a lot from this process and um, you know be more successful because of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's fascinating to hear how you both and the underground group has adapted to not allow, to not have it hold you back, but to continue to conduct business and get that content out there. And it, IdeaGen was holding in-person summits. Now we've gone to virtual aspect as well. And you're right, it, it, we are really starting to see a new normal. And so to kind of go off of that, one of IdeaGen's main goals has been 
that foster cross-sector collaboration with the hopes of achieving innovation in different spaces. And so why do you both believe cross-sector collaboration and innovation is so vital to helping to solve some of the world's most vexing issues? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, complex problems, um, you know, which these are, require collaboration and innovation. And, and most importantly, they require really buy-in throughout the entire ecosystem to, you know, uh, to affect change. If you are able to solve problems in a certain part of this issue, but don't get buy-in or don't have leadership or communication in a different part of it, uh, you're not going to be successful. And I think, you know, open communication and understanding of uh, clarity around the issues and, and really clarity around everyone's role in how they can help uh, solve problems and contribute to a successful end um, is very important. Um, you know, I think for us, communication, collaboration, getting buy-in uh, from everybody uh, who's involved in a project or throughout the entire, uh, you know, eco chain, you know, is very important for uh, having a successful project, successful engagement. I also think that, um, you know, to use the, the cliche uh, adage that, you know, grow or die, um, you know, I think this is an opportunity for all of us to grow, to think differently, to look at new ways to do things, look at new ways to connect people, look at what new ways to move people to action. And, you know, I think these times in life um, really are opportunities to look at your own infrastructure and look at new ways um, to do things that, you know, maybe you wouldn't have thought of in the past if, something like a global pandemic didn't present itself. Yeah, absolutely. That, that aspect of being able to grow, otherwise, you know, you, you, as you put it, you die. And that's, that's a very good point. And I think that, uh, you know, the underground groups leadership, Scott here, certainly played a heavy role in that. And so asking, you know, why do you think effective leadership and innovation are so crucial now more than ever? Yeah, I mean, I think it goes back to the same sort of um, point that, you know, the problems that we face today are so daunting and so complex that, and require so many moving parts to solve. Uh, you really need strong leaders to, um, to guide, affect change, to get traction and move people forward in a unified way to solve problems. Um, I think you know, finding new ways to solve problems, being open to change, to listening, to new business models, uh, innovative business models and approaches are so important, you know, especially if you want young people to get involved and be part of it and to lead. You know, they, uh, I think, tr you know, sticking to tradition and traditional models, you know, will sometimes maybe disinfect uh, or disaffect, um, you know, young people from getting involved, I think, um, you know, so thinking outside the box and, and listening, I think is critically important. I also think that, um, you know, we're fortunate um, that the global pandemic and all this virtual um, work and looking at new ways to talk to people, meet with people, um, do conduct business, you know, we're fortunate in that we're at a place with technology 
where we can do that. I mean, it wasn't that many years ago that we didn't have the bandwidth um, to move big files, move big video files. Not too long ago, if we were to look at a cut of a television show and you were in, uh, the show came out of Los Angeles and you were in Dallas, it would be, you know, sent overnight or FedExed or sent to you to look at on a, on a DVD. But as technology has grown and as these new, uh, you know, uh, streaming services have, have come about and as the, um, the bandwidth has expanded to handle big files of media, you know, at 4K and beyond, you know, we're actually in a good place because just think, you know, five, six, seven years ago and the global pandemic hits, some of these new services that we're all using, the one we're on right now, maybe wasn't around. Um, maybe there wasn't enough, um, you know, uh, the cloud services that were, weren't necessarily developed the way they are. And so we're lucky in that we've had technology, um, you know, at this high level during this time so that people all around the world could continue conducting business, shooting new content, in trying to achieve their goals. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking of daunting problems, or should I rather say goals, some say that the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals are quite daunting and, you know, hard to achieve as is. And so what advice would you give to help achieve the United Nations 17 Global Goals? Well, I, you know, it's a big question also. It is. Uh, uh, you know, I, I think the way I would look at it is, you know, goals need to be specific and measurable, right? You need to know where you're going in order to figure out how to get there, right? And if it's not clear um, and it's hard to get everybody on the same page and, and sort of row the boat uh, together. So I think clarity around what the goals are and specific and measurable is important. Um, I think communication is key as well. Uh, not just, you know, talking and listening, but, you know, making sure that all of the opinions get on the table uh, at the right point, right? If somebody has an idea and they, or they disagree with your idea, it's very critical to make sure that that conversation happens in the room or in the virtual room, uh, rather than in small groups after the main conversation. Um, I think it's really important to get all those dissenting ideas and all those, you know, real ideas on the table and, and to be considered. And then I think, you know, it goes back to leadership as well. Uh, leaders need to lead. They need to think outside the box. Uh, they need to adapt and be nimble and flexible and, uh, and, and don't wait for somebody else uh, to do something, you know, go out and do it. I also think that uh, awareness is key. Um, the 17 global goals are fantastic. Um, but we believe at Underground Group that awareness is, is, is really the, the secret. And we believe that through quality storytelling, we could educate and inform um, people to make change and to see what the issues are. And you know, nothing's more powerful than a story, a real story that you can connect with. And we believe that that um, really good stories could really help 
the UN uh, achieve their their global goals um, and help with the awareness and, and getting people invested in the cause. Absolutely. I mean, I couldn't agree with you both more. Bringing awareness, connections, um, achievable aspects of the goals, those are all certainly very, very important. And that's what IdeaGen we are hoping to try to do with these 17 days of sustainability. And uh, to close it up, you know, we thank you so much for your valuable insights. Um, what is your post-summit ask for our global audience as we continue to change the world? Arlene, want to take that? Be good to one another. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, Absolutely. I think that, you know, I couldn't have said it better. Uh, <laughs> so I think, you know, it's, we're, we're all in this together. So yeah, we're on a big, we're on a big ball floating in space and we all have to be good to each other. Short, sweet, and to the point. You can't ask for more than that. Absolutely. Harley and Scott from the Underground Group, we thank you so much for your time today and joining us uh, for the IdeaGen's 17 days of sustainability. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.